Let's test your memory. Can you remember the first question that God ever asks a human being? I'll give you a hint. It's in the book of Genesis. It's a question asked to Adam and Eve. What is that question? The first question God ever asks, where are you? Now, what kind of a question is that for God to ask? Surely God, who knows everything, knows where Adam and Eve are. And yes, he does. When God asks this question, it is not, of course, a geographical question, like I can't figure out where you are, but rather a question of the heart. He is saying, your hearts have become far from me. Where are you? You are lost. And that, that shows us that God is, in this sense, always a God who searches for us. We see that in all three of the parables today. The uh, good shepherd in search of the lost sheep. The diligent housewife in search of her lost coin. And even the prodigal father who is on the watch, on the lookout for his returning son. And when he sees him returning, he runs out to meet him. This is a God who searches for us when we are lost. But the last great parable here of the prodigal son, of course, brings something out. Uh, although the, in the first two parables, we are represented by, you know, an, an irrational animal and then an inanimate object. So, of course, in those parables, God is the one doing all the searching. But you'll notice that when Jesus tells the parable where, the, uh, where we are represented by a true human being, the prodigal son, it is the son who has to do a lot of the searching himself. He is the one who has to return to his father. And that is because, of course, in matters of the heart, in matters of love and commitment in our relationship with God, it takes both parties. Yes, God is searching for us, but we also must search for God. And that is why Although God, again, doesn't need any kind of geographical help locating us, we, as human beings, because we live in the body, because we live in the world, it is very helpful for us to have an actual place where we can search for God. And that, my friends, is the church. We could talk, of course, about the church universal. We could talk about the church as the body of Christ. But let's just keep it very simple. This building, Immaculate Heart of Mary, this is the place where God searches for us and where we search for God. After all, that's why so many people don't come to church because they intuitively know that if you come to church, God will find you. And that is what they're afraid of, that God will find them. But for the rest of us who are indeed searching for God, who are trying to grow in our spiritual life, this is great news that we can always be sure of finding God when we come to this church, when we come to this building. We know that God dwells here. This is our father's house, as the, the prodigal son's... You know, really, I never thought about that, but this parable of the prodigal son has the father's house as the center of it all, right? This is about a son who leaves his father's house. And then what happens when he's out in the world, away, down on his luck? He gets homesick. He's like, a man, my father's house was really a great place. I should go back there. And he does. He returns to the father's house. 
That is what the church building is for us. It is our Father's house where we know that we can always find Jesus Christ here in the tabernacle, here in the Eucharist. He is waiting to be with us, to forgive our sins, to help us grow in our spiritual lives. How seriously do we really take that the church building is the house of God? You remember perhaps the old days when the, the nuns were teaching, you know, you'd come into the church and they had rulers, you know, you better not be like talking out loud or doing things that you shouldn't be doing in church or you were going to get it, right? Why? Not just because they were strict, because they were reminding us that this is not our house. You know, we get very loose these days with the church. Sometimes we treat it like an auditorium. Sometimes we treat it like a gathering space. But it is not. It is God's house. And when we come here, we are in the presence of God. You know, in ancient Rome, uh, when Rome was at the end of its days and was being attacked by the German barbarians, uh, it was sacked several different times. But interestingly enough, when those uh, barbarians would come in and sack the city of Rome, they would not enter the churches, the Christian churches, because they feared God. What has happened to our fear of God? Do we have that healthy fear of the Lord, which is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit? You know, we should remember that this is the house of God. And of course, the other great thing about the house of God, it is the place where God pours out his love and mercy on us, just as the father does to his prodigal son, restoring him, restoring him to the family. And see, this is the part where we where we also have to be part of this reality of the church as the place where God searches for us and we search for God. Because we want this church building to be a place where anybody, anybody can come. It doesn't matter how long it has been since they've uh, been to church. It doesn't matter if they are immersed in a life of sin, if they are not dressed appropriately, if they are not, uh, you know, uh, living a good life if they've got tattoos all over them, whatever it may be, right? This should be a place where they can come. Outside in the world, they are going to get judged by everybody. But in here, in the house of God, they are judged by God alone. If they are judged by us at all, it should be with charity. We see, in again, in the, this great parable of the prodigal son, how at the end of the parable, parable the, uh, the older brother... What does he refuse to do? He refuses to go into the father's house because he will not accept his brother's repentance. When we do not accept our, the repentance of our brothers and sisters who are searching for God, who are looking to return to their father, then we are become like that older brother who refuses to enter his father's house. We instead are called to bring all those who can be brought into the house of God so that they can be reconciled with God so that they can receive his mercy and begin their lives again. And so this is the great privilege that we have here in our church building. We know that we can always find God because this is his house. And here he will always find us. And let us be excited and diligent to bring all those that we know who need to return to the church here, to our parish, to our church building of Immaculate Heart of Mary, so that they can once again find God in their lives, and he will assuredly find them.